just been smoking and smoking, smoking another blood, pulling another up. You know that we can really ease your mind. Every time I smoke a river, that in your heart makes me fly. If everybody smoked the blood, relieved the mind, the world could be a better place. If everybody took a break, then we all just get wasted. Oh, good afternoon. You're listening to Cannabis Corner on WNHHLP 103.5 FM, broadcasting live from downtown New Haven. We are streaming live on Two Men in Radio and NewHavenIndependent.org. We're also streaming live video on Facebook. Just go to Facebook.com slash New Haven Independent or go to your Facebook page and look us up. You can also hit see first to hear and see all the great programs we have here on WNHHLP. You can also catch Cannabis Corner on the Greenhaven Media Facebook page and at ProCannabisMedia.com. It is Monday, August the 7th, 2023. Welcome to Cannabis Corner. I'm your host, Joel Chance, and I am joined by my illustrious Co-host, Uncle Lou, Lou Vega, how are you today? You're muted, bro. Again, man, Darren. <laughs> I said, you know what? But you know what? It's an amazing day. I'm having a great day, brother. How are you doing? You know, the, the weather over here is a little rainy, but that's all right. It's still, still August. The plants outside need them, you know? That's, yeah. You can't be mad about that. So happy gardening Not- to everybody in August. And, you know, me, I like to give that little grower, uh, gorilla grow time updates as we do every week. This is the time where everybody should start seeing some flowers, you know, some, some right. little, little flowers starting to form on their plants. If you have normal seeds, you should know already what are your male plants, just based on our New England life cycle. Um, hopefully, you know, big shout out to my pops who's growing his legal limit, um, his plants are about the size of his shoulders now, and he's a six-foot man. There, and it's uh, multi-headed nice. hydras, as I like to say, because once again, they didn't say how big the plants can get; they just said one plant. So, <laughs> and we've so talked about how big you can guys. get one plant. Oh, yeah. we can get that plant. We've <laughs> talked about that a thousand times. But I want to give a big shout out to everybody doing it right now. And uh, if you need clones, there's some really dope people out there doing clones. We do shout out to G Traders, just shout out to CT Clones, CT Clones uh, over up at Sweet Heel. So big shout out to those guys up there doing it. Um, you know, just kind of giving that that home grower highlight that I like to every week, Joe. Absolutely. That's what we're all about here. Grow your own. That's it, man. Become Listen, a farmer. There's people that can, there's people, <laughs> and I say this, there's, there's moonshiners, there's people that do craft brews but they still go to bars and they still try things but they're selective customers so if you grow your own you can give a big insight into where you might want to shop as well who you want to support and those type of things no matter what i say it all the time and this is why i tell the government and everybody that advocates no matter how much a home grower grows it, it will never really compete with a lot of the walmarts and the you know the the cura leaves and, and the size of yeah. the trash that's grown because you know now we're not talking quality we're talking just mass sheer volume you know what right I mean? it's so. yeah it's just like the home seamstress or whatever is never going to sell as much as like you say target walmart whatever because she's exactly. not appealing to the masses she's maybe sewing up some clothes for her family and friends and, and herself exactly. and that's about yeah. it yes 
So, you yeah, know. no, it's it's great. I mean, I think people really need to embrace growing and not only that, but the growing culture. You know, there are a lot of good grower communities this way. You can trade seeds. You could trade clones. You can find out where the good clones are, like you said. And, and you know what? I'll even throw another you know, community. Thing. This community portion of it. You know, I get growers that stop by and hang out with me and we partake in homegrown um, which is legal because you're sharing, you're not doing anything, you know, illegal, you're not buying, we're not selling different, just definitely another grower sitting at the table talking about methods, partaking in each other's uh, harvest, just like any other agriculturalist. So Growers Delight came out, they're going to have some classes, uh, Growers Delight on Instagram, I met the gentleman last week, and um, they're doing some grow classes down in like the Stanford area. So that's nice. That's a good area. They got their own. They have a little their own underserved. Genetics. Yeah, they have their own genetics down there. They have their own clones that they're doing, and it's for that like lower part of the state down there because, like the Norwalk, um, you know what their the conversation that was had was that the cultures are very different in those areas in Stanford Norwalk area. There's a big divide in in the urban culture from the Connecticut Connecticut. Agreed. I grew up in that area, right? And right. and even I, as a, a white dude, right, felt right. disconnected from people in New Haven and Hartford. I don't know why, you know, it was weird, but it's true. There's a little different culture down there. Like you say, even in Stanford or Norwalk, both of which right. I lived at certain times in my life. Yeah, there is. And it's underserved. A lot of people yeah. don't realize that area really what it has one dispensary in westport right and one in stanford right and it's and it's only one and the, and i don't think and, they're and wrecked. most people that live I down think there they're have both property. medical and I, most you know and, and people down there have some of their own property as well and a lot of them can can have an extra room or two in the area and or basement or uh you know they're locked tight garage or something so it's an underserved area that has some potential for the home cultivator if you have that space there and you know so grow yeah. your own too. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. I think that is a very underserved area. And it's nice to see that a community is popping up down there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So very much. How was your, other than that, how was your weekend, Joe? How was your last week? Things My week has forward? been good. I've been uh, getting a lot of things done, planning another trip. I'm coming back next week. So yep, you'll see like me you're around. Back at your home base. I'm in Puerto Rico now for a couple weeks. I had some things I needed to take care of down here. Um, you know, I have a cat down here. I don't like to ask people to take care of it for too oh, long. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been going back and forth, coming back on the 15th for some uh, doing a couple medical treatments. I'll probably be there for another three to four weeks. So you'll be seeing a lot of me. Uh, if anybody uh, knows of a place I can grab a car for a month, let me know. Uh, <laughs> uh, and you, but you're having a good time. You know, when you were here, you got to experience some of the community events and some of the, the gatherings locally, you know. So are you happy with the way that you're seeing the scene in Connecticut run? And you, yes. you saw some of the dispensaries as they were opening up and things like that as well. I did visit a couple of the adult use dispensaries. They have certainly changed uh, from when they used to be medical because I did yep. go to Rise, which, of course, we know used to be Blue Point. Um, and so, yeah, it's interesting. 
uh, and I really do like, I, it really got me excited my last trip back to see how large the community is, uh, our community, the cannabis uh, ground level community. Uh, and how, how it continues to expand so many yes. other sub-communities. And into other areas like events. Yeah. So you know, I'm liking growers, that. You know, just growers meeting up, um, individuals who like to uh, travel and do cannabis tourism, cannabis, those type of things are always cool. Um, yep. Just like we were talking to our good friend Danny there, we were talking about how they have all those great events that were going up yep. in Maine and yep. Rhode Island and Massachusetts and, you know, New York now. So. And there's some good summer events coming up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I see a big block party on the 20th. I know. Yeah, the there's some great celebrations. And, you know, big shout out to everybody who's starting to do their community service runs and things like that. Um, yeah, Nautilus the Canna Warriors. Yep. Nautilus Botanicals just started doing that. We're doing with uh, the Westville Community Center, a uh, back to school program, an illiteracy program. Oh, nice. So, yeah. So starting to be able to start giving back. And then with uh, two roads, we'll be there collecting information in Stanford. Um, the, I'll get the date better. But and it's not a cannabis event. It is a two roads event. They have a um, they have like a food court there now. And it's an entire kind of vibe ish area. Oh, I've seen it. Oh, I've yeah, seen it. So. We'll be there it's very with, nice. um, with uh, a lot of the, with some of the brewers, with some of the community groups, and we'll be there just collecting information and um, giving information out about uh, Nautilus Botanicals. So Very cool. Well, let me know trying. the date. Hopefully, we all be in town. Yeah. So that's going to be, it's called the third annual family charity fun cookout, um, okay. August 20th, 12 to 5. The 501st Legion will be there. Um, do you know what that is? Um, the 501st Legion, American Legion? The the Star Wars Legion. Oh! Yeah. Okay, and some of the other we have sponsors, a Legion here in Connecticut? <laughs> yeah, and then some of the other sponsors are the Owl Shop, Bee Chocolate, um, the Facial Moms Network, Nautilus Botanicals, Fairfield Emerging Leaders Organization, Two Roads, and Something Wolfie. Nice. Something Wolfie will be there. So there will be a CBD and cannabis along with Nautilus representation. Right. That's so we had her of, on, and that's that. That's what we were talking about, the integration. Yeah, it kind of rounds everything out. You know, it kind of brings a cross-sector for everybody. Because remember, cannabis is everywhere. Like, let's not, we don't, we don't joke or kid about it because when people say they may not know about they know everybody knows cannabis has touched everybody's life in one way or another if some people have negative effects to it that's touched their life negatively they were able to form their opinions that way and then those who are affected positively form their opinions that way as well but to say that it hasn't touched anybody is uh is a small no, state it touches you know what I mean? everybody it touches almost everybody across every gender spectrum and everything so so I will be there then. August nice. 20th happens to be my brother's birthday too, but I don't think he's doing anything. I will be there. Down. It is in Stratford. Yeah, yeah. He has a CBD shop too. Yeah. Um, it's in Stratford, correct? Yep. And what are the times? 12 to 5. I will definitely be there, Uncle Lou. Yeah. So I'll it's be hanging be out time. with you down there at the table. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're just going to have some giveaway stuff and a little just QR code to, you know, get more information and kind of be from there. Good. That's it. Just hanging out. Good. We'll, and I'll out. do some interviews down there. How's that? There you I'll, go. It'll be perfect. For the show, for the YouTube yeah, page. Awesome. Yeah, so that'll be fun. What else do we have going on in our great show today? Because today is a pretty dope day. You know, yeah, yeah. Laura Boehner's coming on in a few minutes. Uh, she is a longtime friend of the show, but also a longtime friend of ours, right? And here yeah. she is right now. Uh, right. But yeah, you know, besides being a friend of the show, she's our personal friends. We've both known her probably since both of us got in the industry. I know she was one of the earlier people that I met up in Massachusetts through the school. Mm-hmm. And a lot of great things up there. And I know you too. We both all met her up there. And it's lovely to see all the success she's had. She is on. So so I'm going to give her an introduction. And then we are going to get rolling. So with us today is Laura Boehner. Laura is the CEO and co-founder of The Healing Rose, which was founded in 2016 after Laura's dislocated kneecap injury helped her to discover the powers of topicals that are infused with a synergy of cannabinoids, herbs, and essential oils. Healing Rose is a certified organic hemp cannabinoid MDAR license manufacturer in Newburyport, Massachusetts. And the Healing Rose's products can be found on the shelves of over 180 locations, retail locations across 26 states, including over 80 Massachusetts dispensaries. So, Laura, how are you today? It is a pleasure to see your smiling face. You are always smiling. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, it's so good to be here, Joe. And like, I love just seeing you and Lewis's faces. Like, some of my OG <laughs> friends. Love you guys. Yeah, yeah. We were grinding <laughs> the streets together. <laughs> Back when that's all we had. Um, but for sure. You know, congratulations. I saw that you were written up by the Better Business Bureau, which is a big deal for a CBD hemp type of company. It's it's a new and emerging industry. So the the Better Business Bureau to get behind it and write a really nice article about you is is a very cool thing you know and you ought to be proud of that so congrats oh thank you i appreciate that we've been um you know members of the bbb i think for four years um and they've been so supportive of actually our small hemp company so props to them because not not everyone is i'll say the sba i tried to join like a entrepreneurship type of program for for ceos and they denied me for being a hemp company and he like went yeah, it was crazy. And I didn't thought he was calling me to interview me about the program. And he was just pretty much like, I cannot work with you. If it's like, if you were a plumber and you did hydroponic systems for grows, I could not work with you. It's federally illegal. And it oh, was, wow. I'm like the SPA, like you guys gave out loans to hemp companies. Like I just want, yeah. I'm looking for education yeah. here, not a single dollar. It was wild. No, you, and that's, and that's something I'd love to bring up as we talk about this, because our listeners should know you made sure to step every part of education throughout your journey and you always have practiced what you preach as a continual student you'll be an educator a teacher but still every day you'll go to learn something new and you know can you kind of tell how that's worked through your journey oh yeah so i'd say from like almost day one of the healing rose i signed up to also educate and that really allowed me to and i had just been a college student prior so i was already in it 
I was a teaching assistant at Northeastern University um, and we went and got my business undergrad. And so I was already kind of in that mode. And I realized how much being a teaching assistant at Northeastern had helped me, you know, just understand entrepreneurship more um, because it was an entrepreneurship um, position. And as soon as I started getting into it, I mean, I went to the Northeastern Institute of Cannabis, which was so helpful (laughs) for me and taking Ellen Brown's classes. Um, She had ones on just tinctures and topicals and just like blew my mind from the beginning. And then that education just never stops. It's like people who ever want to like be masters at their craft or, you know, doctors, they're all always continuing education. Teachers is something that never stops. And when you're working with plant medicine like this, where research is really just starting off and we're really just starting to um, access large funds to do the research on actual cannabis and not just cannabis that was grown at like 4%. Right, right, you know, like all the, the old in Oklahoma, or wherever they grew. Right? Exactly, exactly. Um, so all of that's so so fascinating, and obviously, there's now an abundance of different minor cannabinoids, and those are being studied. Um, so if anything, we're just like revealing the tip of the iceberg more, and we were only at like five percent when I got well, into the, that's what I find fascinating. The, since, like you say, since we both got into it. The amount of discoveries that they have made since, oh, well, what, what did we teach? Oh, it's CBD and THC, yeah. you know, and that's what we got. And this one is done by the CB1 receptors and this one. And now you have CBA, CBN, you know, THCA, HHC, THCO. Mm-hmm. We have all these minor cannabinoids now. And it's because of legalization of hemp, legalization of cannabis in enough states that we can actually do some real research and see the beauty and how medicinal this plant really, really, really is, you know? Yeah. I love to think about just how far um, concentrates have come in a decade. Like I'm sure you all, you guys remember like just even 10 years ago, like BHO was like, dark brown and it was like it doesn't shatter it tasted like (laughs) we had like coin envelopes you know what i mean and you're like oh people were like i blasted this in my backyard and you just let it in the sun and then i smoked (laughs) and you get so high man and now it's like you know i mean people are separating out all these different molecules and they're reintroducing (laughs) them now there's like you know obviously hash rosin is amazing but then there's like flan hash rosin and then there's like reintroduced terpenes and <laughs> diamonds and yeah and diamonds that's such a cool process too that takes time and pressure building up and all these crazy things that happen um and that's such a short period of time and yeah. i'm like what's the future hold it's so exciting um yeah no me i i remember doing the uh what is it uh the hair the hair straightener oh, yeah. with the butt. Solventless. Yeah. <laughs> and have, now they I just have, have some, a process for that. I have some old equipment that still sits in a closet that people go, why'd you buy all this? is how we used to do it five years ago. <laughs> right. And you're like, but technology usually doesn't change that quick. And it's well, we're on level seven now. That was love. We were in the basement back then. We were in the yeah. basement in the garage opening back windows. Now we're on the fifth floor with an ISO lab. And, you know, it's a huge difference. (laughs) I know. It's literally like dog years in this space, right? It's like literally every year, like seven years. But you know what? I think having that knowledge of how to do it on a home and on a base level is good to have because you can then appreciate how far things have come. You know, a lot of these people step into it and they think, 
Oh, it's always been like this. No, it hasn't always been. <laughs> yeah, I think everyone should make bubble hash at least once and see how laborious it is. And then <laughs> With the bag. Yeah, and then you have to squish that into hash rosin. And right. you're like, oh, yeah. I see why this is so expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So another, another thing we love to talk about is so your products aren't just great hemp products, but they're great products in general in general yeah oh, thank you. like you you guys source some of the best materials when you build things out you source top of the line cannabinoids when you move into it like we'd love for our guests to hear that because now you know with the new law that just passed um, oh yeah i was gonna get into that yeah so you know joe go into it more but you know there might be an opportunity for companies like yours to move into the space you know through the dispensary similar to how massachusetts kind of did right so that's that's why we wanted to make sure to bring a little bit of that awareness out because you have absolutely amazing products that have spoken for themselves and like you said 180 locations over 26 states and some of them are in connecticut correct Yes. Uh, matter of fact, I know my brother's store carries your stuff, CBD seller in Guilford. If you want some healing rose products, yes. cheap plug there, but I got to keep it in the family. Yeah, uh, I always, I always <laughs> when your order comes through, I always think of you. So it's always good. <laughs> well, good, good, good. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Um, so so gonna, you're going to have to yeah. adjust your formulas for the new Connecticut law, which basically... Uh, has two kind of levels of CBD products being sold in the state. One is in the dispensaries. You're allowed to have a certain amount of THC in it. You're allowed mm -hmm. to do full spectrum products. You're allowed a lot more if you are selling in the dispensary. And then there's got to be a version for head shops and uh, stores that are not dispensaries, like my brother's store. Mm -hmm. Do you have to change your formulation now or do you, are you already making THC-free products? So our products do use a full spectrum, but we haven't tried to play with the, the line like some companies have where they're you know, adding in hot extract, like our full spectrum extract that goes into it is actually at like 0.25. So right. finished products... Um, Mostly always test with actually like no Delta nine in it. If anything, okay. it's, like, it's such a small, minute amount. Um, so we'd be fine. Um, we've always stuck to that. Um, I know a lot of companies, you know, have added more THC lately into their products to try to like, you know, create more of that effect and medicinal effect. Well, yeah. for and there's but, a lot of the Delta yeah, eight. Man. I think a lot, yeah. what happened in Connecticut is proliferation of Delta eight, HHC, THCO, in gas mm -hmm. stations, yeah, convenience stores, places that the state didn't want THC sold in. They wanted THC to be exclusively for the, the adult use program. And yeah. in their efforts to, you know, kind of quell this situation, they made a whole a blanket law of zero THC in anything yeah. that's not in a dispensary. And it, it's kind of a, like, you know, what would they say? Using a sword to cut down a a, a weed. You, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> you cut down a flower. Yeah. Using a sword to cut down a flower. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they took a broad swath approach. Um, I don't necessarily agree with it. I do agree that you shouldn't be selling THC in gas stations. Right. 
However, you, you know, head shops are kind of a different story. You know, you could give them a special license or whatever. There are ways to do it, yeah. which are more uh, appropriate for, say, a small business owner. Yeah, uh, I know. Like, you know, like New York um, State, that's what they do. You have to register for $300 a year to sell it. And then you right. have to $300 a year to sell into the state. And then Connecticut could do like 100 because it's not New York. You know, yeah, like, well, they I think you make it the same as tobacco license, right? It's it, it's fairly cheap. I think it's like two fifty yeah, for a tobacco fair. license, right? Right, Lou? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay, so that's that, that was my opinion as well. You know, with New York, you have you pay your three hundred dollar fee to sell into the state as a distributor. And then if you're somebody at a store or something, you get you pay your three hundred dollars to be a retailer. Oh, and that okay. would solve that would solve that in Connecticut without a problem, if if that and that would really realistically, like you said, Laura, that's the that's the answer. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of a blanket axe, you know. Yeah, and then you understand like what's expected of you to sell these products, and you know that you should yeah, be you have to series and all that stuff. It's just like tobacco, and they could come check. You know, they always are checking, make sure you're not selling to minors, all that kind of stuff. It would be fairly simple, but. Connecticut doesn't do it simply, but yeah, we were discussing now you are in dispensaries in Massachusetts, correct? Mm-hmm. correct. So now Connecticut is allowing products uh, in dispensaries that fit their qualifications. Is that something you may be expanding into? Oh yeah, absolutely. I'll have to look into it more. I didn't, ha- hadn't realized it. That's really yeah. good. To make sure you knew that as well, because you do have a great product. <laughs> and not just on the hemp side, you went and got the education on the hemp side, but you also got certified in making the products. I'm not even great at what that's called. Yeah, um, but <laughs> yeah I can touch on that. So we, from day one, have always committed to using certified organic ingredients for every single possible ingredient. Um, and then when we were able to get certified organic three years ago, we got our facility certified organic. Um, and so that means like every single CBD or CBG extract always certified organic going into our products, our solves, our tinctures are certified organic. Um, we have several extracts and then we have suppositories that like I could have gotten certified organic, but I couldn't really tell people how to use them if I wanted to get them certified organic because they're so strict with how labeling is. So they're pretty much certified organic, but those have been a, a passion project of ours. And we hopefully soon will actually be doing a clinical study with a major university on them. So I'm excited wow. for that. Great. That's a product that, you know, personally, I don't even like to air my personal business out, but that's a product that I was looking for for a long, long time and could not find it. Mm. I used to make them myself. Yeah. You know, know, somebody, uh, the pharmacist uh, Uzma was speaking about that in in one of her last talks. Joe, you remember her? Yes. yes. And she said that is the best way. If you have digestive or Mm -hmm. colon or rectal problems, that's the best way to get the medicine in better than a a lot of people think like a tincture is good because it goes into your stomach, which is true, but it also goes Mm -hmm. through your digestive system. This way, it's going directly into your bloodstream, you know. It's Uh, really great. And we do a um, a CBG CBD one. So in a one-to-one form, because CBG is so good for gut health and inflammation. 
Um, and then we have a regular CBD one and I have people who use them every single day for, for years now, and they, it's completely changed their life. So we shall it, talk. Yeah, <laughs> Please reach out. I have, <laughs> I do like a really sweet discount for people who want to use them every day. Actually, we do 60% off on okay. the website. Um, they're normally $25 for five of them, hundred milligrams each. They're so affordable, so low cost because we want to make sure that people that need them, um, or have access to them. So it's $60 and you get like 3000 milligrams. Uh, worth of suppositories so it's like yeah oh okay all right I'll, I'll be getting in touch with you yeah <laughs> no, I you, mean, do, uh, you really do as a as a company you guys have a great ethos that kind of spills out no matter what like joe was saying earlier you're not just a friend of the show you're our friends yeah. you know you and your husband and you know, your kids and your you yeah congratulations has watched thank you have watched the saga of the healing rose and you and I don't think anybody can ever say anything bad about yeah. you guys at all and it's and that's a, a testament to this industry it's a testament to you guys um you know if you ever hear any of her employees speak they speak super highly of you guys so. <laughs> yep yep and, and a lot of yeah no she's she and she's also me. helped a lot of people start their careers um, you know, by hiring them early on when she was new, I remember you hired somebody from Connecticut and brought them oh, yeah, in, Julia. right? Yeah, yeah. Our first employee. She was with us for almost three and a half years. We love right, her. right. So and I hope she's yeah. doing well because she was a nice. She was in some of the Connecticut classes. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. So uh, no, it's it's great, and this is what we were talking about earlier about community and how Lou and I have watched the Healing Rose grow and how the rest of the community has and and all the other things you're involved in are you still involved with elevate i am i am we haven't been super active lately with stuff for the board but i'm always supporting i'm always there when we need anything for elevate i'm always preaching and supporting them they're the best and i just i love kara and bath and tashanda right the crew is just, they're, they're, they're the best. You guys have been together, together a long time, too. I don't think people yes. realize that crew started -healing a long days. time ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 2016, 2015, all right. Yeah, that crew started a long time ago. And it's nice to see that you guys are still together, still doing education. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. that's an important part of, of your journey, my journey, Lou's journey always learning and i think people need to realize that the more you know the more valuable you are but even beyond that the more experience you have uh the more valuable you are and you and you have both you know what i mean you went out there out of your way to get the knowledge at a time when it wasn't that readily available let's be real 2015 2016 True. Not a lot. You know, it's not like now you go on YouTube, you can learn anything you want, you know. Um, I would back in those days, I would always had like West, like 2013, 2014. I was heading to California. I was heading to Colorado. Yeah, because you had to, right? Yeah, yeah. I'd go to Chalice and like walk around and just talk to like all the different vendors and be like, why'd you start your business? How did you do this? Like, I, I want to be a cannabis entrepreneur. So that it's like I went thing. where the info was. It's like it's not in mass yeah. right now. I'm gonna go. No, so yeah. Go to events. You had to go out west to get the education originally. Absolutely. Yeah. That's where I learned about it. That's where I first got the bug out yeah. west. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh yeah, no, no, very true. And uh I did want to, I don't think we have had you on the show since you became a mom. Oh uh, yes. Twins. I wanted to congratulate <laughs> you. So 
Yeah. How do you do it? How uh, do you be a mom? You run a successful business. Now you're running. You guys bought a house. You got, you know, you, you got it going on. Yeah. How do you do it? You know? Yeah. I mean, time management skills, obviously running the business with Zach, my fiance and my life partner. He's just like, makes everything so easy. Um, and then my mom's like our, our nanny. So that's been so helpful. Oh, that's good. That's all. And they good, love yeah. their Mimi. They're like obsessed with her. They run to the door and like Mimi. And she comes <laughs> like, so leaving her home with them and she's just very, very flexible. But I would say it's just, you know, staying organized, keeping realistic expectations of myself, but then also just like grinding, right? It's like a lot of grinding it out, a lot of, you know, long days. Um, I coach softball too. I'm a varsity softball coach at my former high school. I do like E for all mentoring. I'm just like always trying to tell myself I can't add something else to my plate because I just love a full plate. So it's where I drive. (laughs) <laughs> well, what, it's, what, also, what I'm hearing is family is such a big part of it. And that's yeah. one thing that I love to share to our listeners, especially in this space, because um, as it becomes more normalized, you see multi-generational families working together and doing those things and supporting each other. And mm-hmm. um, you guys are a great example of that at the Healing Rose. And um, it's, a, it's a company that I think everybody can stand behind. And we're very so proud uh-huh. of you. You guys are so yeah. sweet. I love this love fest. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us uh, a little bit about the products you got. Let's sure. let's get into it so people know. Maybe you have something that it's going to help them, you know. So um, talk about, I know you're known mostly for your salts. You know, yes. that was always what I would buy would be the salts because you had a great variety. Yeah, so yeah, have- tell us a little bit about them. Sure. So we have four different um, organic herbal solves. They come in three strengths. Um, so we have like our 1X formulas that are at 300 milligrams. And then we have our 600 milligram formula. And then at the 1200 milligram, which is our top best selling products, our lemon ginger um, with menthol solve. It's, it's so incredibly oh. effective. It has arnica and calendula herbal infusions, and then lemon, ginger, eucalyptus, black pepper, and a little bit of menthol. And then with like over two grams of our full spectrum extract, it's just like so effective for people. People buy like sometimes six of them at a time because they just love the six that pack. Product. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you can give us a special call. We'll hook you up on that pricing for sure. Um, which we have plenty of people who call us in and they're like, I need my special order. I need my, you know, prescription or whatever they say. Right. I just love that product so much. Um, but then we also do have our tinctures, which have very quickly become some of their best-selling products. Um, we have a broad spectrum CBD for people that are looking for that no THC option. And then we have a full spectrum CBG CBD one-to-one that's um, just got certified organic and we have new packaging coming. And then um, in a couple of weeks, we're actually launching our new tinctures to also include a uplift THCV CBG CBD formula. So super excited about that. It's amazing. I took some before this interview. It's like a very mellow, lifted, great daytime formula. And then we have a new rest one coming out that has CBN, CBD, and CBC, which I'm super excited to get to the market. Wow. So yeah, see, this is how you can expand your product line with new these cannabinoids. new cannabinoids mm-hmm. and and give people a, a, a more focused choice yeah. of of what I guess you'd call it an ailment or what they'd like to treat. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? And that's something we didn't have before 
when it was just like, you know, the two molecules, CBD yeah. and THC. All exactly. you really had was like, here's CBD, take it. It'll help with everything. Yeah. Or you'd be like, oh, look, it's cool. There's a little bit of miners in here. There's like 0.15 of, you know, CBDV. Ooh, so cool. And now you can actually have that in an extract, which is so neat. Um, and on that line, we actually have a extract product line that has like CBD in it. It has a CBG extract. It has a CBN isolate. It has a um, CBDV and THCV rich extract. Um, so we are also expanding that to offer raw extracts for people that want to make their own products or to smoke them. Oh, okay. uh, and we actually supply several Massachusetts product manufacturers in the cannabis space with bulk extracts. So a lot of oh. our extracts are going into cannabis products because they can actually purchase hemp products or hemp extracts from MDAR licensees. So now you'll see in Massachusetts dispensaries, a lot of products don't just have THC. You'll see CBG, CBD, um, CBC is getting more popular. Um, so it's really cool to see that that's how a lot of those cannabis brands are trying to compete as the space gets more competitive is with those different minor cannabinoids. And that is in the dispensaries pretty yes, much. Exactly. Exactly. Oh. And they can only source those cannabinoids from in-state farms and processors. So that's a way for them to get more affordable cannabinoids into cannabis products. Oh, wow. So Mass is so far ahead of us. Yeah, we, we got that special provision <laughs> added as a state budget amendment um, late 2020 with the help of Hillary King, Massachusetts Hemp Coalition. We worked with Senator Fatman to get that special budget amendment, which completely changed everything for us. It allowed us to sell into dispensaries. Right. Um, it opened that whole doorway, which wasn't open before. So and that, was that, and that is a perfect example of what Lou and I are always saying that you know, the laws as they are passed can always be changed and adjusted through, you know, obviously take some work, some activism, some community organization to get it done. But the job is never really done because you may end up with this lump of clay that they call legalization uh, that the state gives you. Yeah. Now it's... Your job as an activist and as an entrepreneur, you know, a lot of people and Lou understands this, too, as you do. You still kind of got to keep your foot in the activism door to make sure that the regulations support your business mm -hmm. as well, because now you're coming at it from two different sides. You know, before, when you're just trying to get things legalized and just get them to the point where you can make a business out of them. Now that you are in the business, you have to make sure that the the regulations and the rules are going to be supportive of your business. Right. And that's yes. very, very important because if you let it go, the state will do whatever it wants, yeah. uh, you know, and they always try to pull some shenanigans. Yeah. So you got to be on top of them, right? Yeah. I mean, I think we all have dealt with the state enough yeah. to know they like shenanigans, you know? Yeah, and they, they you know, they have those regulators are dealing with so many issues and they try to look at something and they go, this sounds like a good idea to like solve this issue or whatever. And then you have right. to come in as a stakeholder and go, Hey, there's actually a huge pain point for me. This would help a lot. Would you be able to support this? And then you got to keep reminding them and pushing them along in time for the deadline. But <laughs> those, they do work for us. Like you got to keep in mind, like their job is literally to work for the citizens. I yeah, am. Citizen, you know? <laughs> no. And I think people uh -oh. need to take ownership of that 
entrepreneurs as well. Yeah, you know? 100%. Yep. You're, you're always an activist in the community or in the industry that you're, you have a business in. Otherwise, yeah. you, you, you always have to be. And that's where, you know, some people talk about the lobbyists and things like that. Well, some of the larger companies have the money to pay for lobbyists. Some of us just don't have that. So now you have to be there. So, you know, you'll see Laura on the steps of her capital. You'll see me in, at the steps of your capital. And it's just one of those pain points that you have to go through over and over that you really can't step away from because in one fell swoop, they can make your business or destroy your business with the sign of a pen. Right. Well, I always cite the craft brew industry. The craft brew industry would not be where it is today in Connecticut which is large, it is a very large segment of the alcohol industry now in Connecticut. If the brewers themselves, the people who own the breweries did not go out and fight for their rights, you know mm. what I mean? The, the general public didn't care. They, they didn't know, you know, but mm -hmm. it was the brewers and the people who own the breweries and the liquor stores who wanted to sell the craft beers who went out there and, you know, talk to the state and got these legislations passed. And I think you, you, you make a good point. You almost, with the state, you have to come with them with the solution. Yes. You, yeah. You always yes. got to bring the solution. You yeah. bring yes. the bill, you bring the piece of legislation. There has yeah. to be some type of coalition behind you. And that's where, you know, hey, I made my phone call. I appreciate everybody who makes their phone calls. Make those phone calls. But if and you emails, have right. on the on the business end, you join the affiliate groups that take care of these things. So, yeah. you know, the, either the hemp association or like the liquor stores, they have the liquor store association. There could be the hemp retailers association. There is a new group. organization in Connecticut. You know, there's starting. a whole bunch of these oh, wow. things that you join the affiliate group that's going to represent you and push right. forward. I tell people that all the time mm -hmm. or be the change you need to find. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. And you're a perfect example of that. And there's a lot of people up in Massachusetts like that. And, you know, I think we're getting there in Connecticut. I think we're getting there. I think it, it's a point now where the activists are in place. And now it's time for the entrepreneurs to step up and become mm -hmm. activists. I know Lou's there, but there's a lot of people who own CBD stores in Connecticut. A few of them do go to the Capitol and are heavy in activism. But a few of them are not, you know. Or even on that, those that can't, you can join the hemp uh, hemp industry association, right? And then the that chamber, way the hemp yeah, and the chamber or the different chamber of commerce, and that way their representation is also counted because it's easier for an organization that says we have 150 retailers that are looking that are behind this message versus we have 10 retailers yeah. that are right. behind this message, you know. Numbers are most impactful when it comes to that type of thing, for sure. Yeah, because the state sees everybody as a dollar sign. So the more dollar signs they see, <laughs> the more inclined they are to listen. And, I, and look, yeah. I, I hate to sound bitter against the state, but I am. Uh, and, and, and that's all there is to it. I don't blame you. <laughs> but I always have. But we know, can also do the things that are local like this. You know, we had a ton of support from Robin Porter, who is within our listening audience, you know, so right. people who listen to this can actually directly vote for Robin Porter. Or and Juan. supported our cause and Juan Candelaria. And these are the individuals that as, as representatives and 
you know, uh, our elected officials, if we say their names enough, they get heard within our community. And we know that they're either supporters or they're pushing against some of the agendas. So that's what we can do. And, you know, on this platform, at least we give the shout out to Juan, we give the shout out to Robin, um, you know, and so Josh Elliott, all, all, yeah, the, Josh all within the, our, these are the people who are willing to buck the system. Do you know what I mean? Like there are, you got legislators who like, they'll vote yes for cannabis legalization, but they'll vote whatever the party gives them. Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So if the leader of the Senate says vote yes, and they'll do it, they'll just do it without even reading the bill. You know, they're just, I don't want to call them lazy, but they're just there. They're not activist type of senators, at least not for cannabis. Maybe they have their own that they're more involved in. Uh, so you got to know which legislators are going to go to bat for you. You yeah. know, and I'm sure you have your own crew up there of people you go to. And then there's the ones you, you stay away from yeah. because you, not worth you know, it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got you to use your energy wisely. <laughs> so, you know, those legislators then become part of the community as well. I guess that was my point. <laughs> The whole, the whole <laughs> time, right? Uh, so now what's on the horizon for mm -hmm. the Healing Rose? Um, any events coming up? Anything you want to promote, plug? Oh, um, well, we will be um, at the Boston Freedom Rally next month, which will be crazy. Oh, uh, tell us about, I have not heard anything about the Freedom Rally. Who's in charge of it? Who's running it? Because, you know, it's been a little up and down the last I mean, few years. So, and Masscan's still running it. I'm a member of Masscan. Okay. So I like pop in and out of the meetings. It seems like things are going well. Um, they should have vendor signups out in the next like week or so. But the Healing Rose always will have their booth, our booth. Right. You've had them since the beginning. Yeah. Since the beginning, we always have so much fun. We always have samples. Um, we'll do like our free spin the wheel. So it's really exciting fun booth to stop by um but yeah that's always fun that's the third september or sorry the third saturday in september so september okay 16th. i'll have to put that on the calendar yeah so fun <laughs> um but we you know do so on our open markets often but you can go order our products on our website thehealingroseco.com um we do have our new tinctures coming out later this month we also have a new face oil coming out this fall and then we're going to be coming out with a new um, solve as well, a stronger solve. So I'm excited for that. Oh, wow. Company. So you got a lot of things going on. That yeah. is awesome, Laura. Very, very cool. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm very happy you came on the show today. We got about five minutes left. So, so how, how do people reach you? Uh, so next part. You can find our products at thehealingroseco.com. I'm pretty active on LinkedIn, Laura Beener, B-E-O-H-N-E-R. Um, on Instagram at thehealingrose underscore, we are a shadow band. So you'll have to type in that whole name. Um, so fun. being a I know I had a hard time tagging you. Yeah, it's so frustrating. Oh, my God. I'm like, how yeah. do I do the shadow ban of years and years? I, I will never know. Um, you guys have a great product. They they go after the, the socials go after some of the wrong, some of the wrong people, man. Um, ah, yeah. Yeah. So and then at local stores throughout the country. 
Yes. Yeah, yeah. Tell us about some of the stores you're in Connecticut besides my, uh, you know, the the CBD seller there in Guilford. Do you have any other stores down here? Oh, I definitely am thinking on the spot right now. Um, we're in the joint on six, which is right over the the line in Rhode Island. They've been like yep. a longtime supporter of us. But I'm trying to think of Connecticut stores. I know we're in several like acupuncturists. Um, you in Bohemian? I know I've seen, I've seen oh. your product. Over oh, yeah, Sugar Leaf, right? Oh, yeah, yeah Sugar Leaf. Kristen. Oh, my God, of course, Kristen. She's such a sweetheart. I really, yeah, really yeah. like her. That's, um, uh, that's, uh, that's all part of all the great things. Um, I think Bohemian High, too. You have some okay. down there. Yeah, it's been a while since they've ordered. But that was, yeah, they've ordered from us for a really long time. And then in Massachusetts, we're in, I think, close to like 90 dispensaries. Um, wow. You can find us like all over Massachusetts and, and a lot of them. So, so if you stop at a dispensary in Mass, you can stop right in there too. It's another yeah. reason <laughs> to visit a store. <laughs> yeah, Are you uh, at yeah. Himalayan High up there? Uh, no, Beckett? not yet. Not They're yet. Brand new. Give those guys a call. I'm sure they uh, would. Yeah, love I love Anne Marie. She's so sweet. Yeah. yeah. Well, Michael, they're great people. Yeah. We shout, yeah. Out, shout them all out. And um, I think that's where we're going. Joe, how can people reach the show? We want to wish everybody a great day as well. We don't want to hold everybody up there, brother. Right, right. Well, I do want to make one thing clear. Yeah. Connecticut residents can still order your products online. Yes. Full everything, right? 100%. That's right. 100%. Even though, Even though maybe in the stores, it'll be a different version of it. Uh online if they want to get some of the more stronger let's say uh products then they can order them on and deliver right to their door so yep. that's yeah. i think i want connecticut residents to know that they can still get their full spectrum they just have to order it online they can still get all the products from all the companies they love um Go in the same guys. versions yeah in the same versions, all online. Uh, you guys have quick shipping, I take it? Oh, Easy yeah, within a day. All right. We ship every day. So there you go. Uh, you know, and I want people to know that. I want people to be aware of that because it's very important that we keep Connecticut, you know, served with the products they love. They're used to your products. You've been in the market for six or seven years, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, so you're well-known brand and we want to keep it that way. You know, we want to make sure that people know they can still get all the Healing Rose products online, even though they may not be able to find them in the stores in Connecticut. <laughs> so. That's a bummer. But like I said, most of our products should be compliant with the new regulations. Good. We've, Good. Always, we've always hung out in the white area and have <laughs> You know, it's yep. in that gray space that a lot of people were hanging out in. I'm like, nah. Well, yeah. And, you know, a lot of the people don't realize that back in the day, all we could get was that those isolates and the, the broad spectrum stuff with no THC in it. Right. Well, we're I, would, talking... I still use full spectrum that I would have like just below 0.3. We always would like be on the hunt. First for the full spectrum, but like you're talking like 2014, 2015. Yes. Yes. Like, when you first started, yeah. right? Because it wasn't yeah. legal federally yet yeah, so we had yeah coming from europe and you know other states that might have legalized ahead of us but mm -hmm. it, it yeah no so you know the fact that we can now source it 
locally yeah. with people who grew in your mm-hmm. state. Yeah, you, you know, know who grew it. It's amazing. You know who grew it. You can go visit the farm. You can go look at their crops if you want. You can go see their facilities, which I'm sure you do, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. One of my Before favorite things you... is going to visit hemp farms. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I always just love to go visit Lou and, and Mike. Good enough mm-hmm. just to look at the, the equipment. It's like, wow, <laughs> that plant turns into that. And this is how it happens. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because a lot of people should, would be interested in the process, you know. Oh, it yeah. looks all black when you start, you know. And then slowly as you put it through the different distillery and, and all those things. I loved it. So it looked cool. like a chem lab. Oh, yeah. uh, it turns <laughs> into this light golden you know, honey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was very fascinating. So, all right, we're almost out of time. It is uh, time to sign off. Laura, always a pleasure. HealingRoseCO.com, HealingRose underscore on social. And, uh, you know, if you want to get a whole order, catch her on LinkedIn. So, and Uncle Lou, you can be found Farmer Lou on Insta. All the, and... all the same standards, Joe, but if you want to know what's going on with the show, Joe, let them know how to get in contact with the show. All right. We got a bunch of places you can catch it. Cannabis Corner Radio on Facebook, Greenhaven Media on Facebook and Instagram, or Joe the Weed Guy on Facebook and Instagram. And we also have a nice YouTube page. You can catch all our episodes on Greenhaven Media or on the New Haven Independent YouTube page or Facebook page. And thank you so thank much. Thank you, Harry the Great. And uh, thank you to the New Haven Independent Radio Station. We love all you guys. And, you know, Joe, send us off, brother. Stay happy, healthy, and high. Stay happy, healthy, and high. Have a great week. I'll see you in Connecticut next week. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank you. Clean my room until I got high. <laughs> I was gonna get up and find the broom, but then I got high. Uh, my room is still messed up, and I know why.